Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Just after four o'clock, Kimbo on the Roots with you. This is the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Well, Roots, we've heard it a million times over the years, but tomorrow is the race that stops a nation. And the host broadcaster is Channel 10. Their coverage will start from 9.30 in the morning. It goes through till 5pm. And one of the stars of their coverage, very excited about this, Roots, is the only female jockey ever to win the Melbourne Cup. And that is... Where's Mich- the applause? Well, Where's the applause? Well, that's mine. Where are the trumpets? Mich- Michelle Payne, thank you, Michelle, for doing this. Where have we got you? Uh, I'm on my way back to Melbourne, being up at Ballarat at the farm with the horses and heading back to uh, Melbourne. We've got a horse racing in the last race at Ballarat, so hopefully he runs well. Uh, Any chance? What's the name? Uh, His name's Rambler Rebel, and he's a sneaky chart, I think. He's a very good galloper, um, big, strong horse, carrying... A bit of weight in not a bad field, but I think he does go quite well. So definitely worth having a look at. Is he by Rebel Raider, a great South Australian horse? No, you would think so. He's uh, oh. he's by Uncle Mo, so no, we no, oh, like Rebel Raider, but I got <laughs> the that. Does... <laughs> oh, I got that wrong, didn't I? Hey, uh, you said you're leaving Ballarat. It'll be snowing there with the weather you're getting over there at the moment. Oh my God, it has been horrendous. Last night I thought I was in a hurricane. Um, it was windy and raining, but it's actually got down, thank God, the rain and uh, the wind and the rain. But I think there's some more coming. Michelle, as Kim said, it is the day that stops the nation. And for most of us, we're thinking, where are we going for our long lunch? But I'd love to know, what memories does Melbourne Cup Day flood back into your mind? Oh, my God, the day that changed my life forever. Yeah. <laughs> still can't believe that we were lucky enough to win our greatest race. It's just, it, it, honestly, every time you... This time of year comes around and you look at the race and you try to find the winner. You know, you know how hard it is to get into the race, let yeah. alone to win it. Um, just amazing. But, but when you say changed your life forever, how much did it change? Well, they made a bloody movie after yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a movie about my life. And, uh, yeah, you, you know, it's, just, it's hard to believe that one three-minute race can have you meeting all kinds of people like yeah. Roger Federer, Usain Bolt, um, Serena Williams, some of my favourite sports people like you could never have dreamed of. Um, but being able to, you know, experience some of those things has just been uh, unbelievable. Well, it was seven years ago that you won it. We don't want to get too political, but only one female jockey tomorrow, and that's our very own Jamie Carr. Does that frustrate you, surprise you, or is that just where it sits at the moment? Too, actually, you forgot about poor Rachel King. <laughs> I think she has been a bit forgotten. Sorry. Rachel, she's got a good chance as well. Um, look, it is it's it's it is what it is. Um, it's obviously our greatest race, and I've 
all the female jockeys and all the male jockeys in Australia, they all want to ride in our great race. Mm. So with the ratio of probably the numbers in total, I think there's, um, it's good to see two out there at least. Usually there's either zero or one. Um, so I think it's, it's times are slowly changing and I think we'll start to see more and more as time progresses. We've got Alana Kelly coming through the riding ranks here in Melbourne. She's doing an unbelievable job. She's Seriously, not too far behind um, the likes of Dame Carr, who's dominated here. She's doing so well. Um, and Rachel King, I think Rachel's an absolute superstar and not on the worst chance tomorrow either. He's, he's um, got some pretty good form around some nice horses, her, her mouth, and got a nice lightweight. Just a matter of whether he handles the wet conditions if we get that and the 3,200 metres, which is an unknown for a lot of these horses. That was so bad on my behalf. Of course, she is riding Arapahoe, number 16, drawn 19. Is that going to be a problem tomorrow out wide or is it an advantage with the heavy track? Look, it could go either way. Um, I think with the heavy track, it's going to throw all sort of form out the window and, and you know, barriers and, and anything can happen when, when we get a lot of rain if it does come, um, which kind of makes it a bit exciting because it could really be anybody's race even more so than but um, 19 is not ideal, but she's a good rider. Um, he's a horse that looks to settle well. If she can just find a spot to get into a rhythm and relax, I think that's the main thing. Um, now, and then, yeah, I guess that comes into play after that. Now, it won't be quite the same without Damien Oliver not riding and James McDonald as well. They don't need the money, but it does give it a different shape, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, in a way, it's probably nice for some of the other riders to get a chance and an opportunity. Um, but it isn't the same without two of our greatest riders in the race, and I'm sure they'll be pretty lost sitting on the sidelines watching the race. They won't know what to do with themselves. They'll have to mm. find a spot up in the tower where all of us other jockeys go when we don't have a ride. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a bit of a shame, but at the same time, it's good for, for the others to get an opportunity as well, as I said. Michelle, great insight you gave us of what the rain will do for our tipping and the cup and our betting. Tell us what it's like for a jockey when it just belts down. Um, yes, I was asked this earlier today. Uh, you know, it does get to really heavy conditions. The thing is, when you are in a two-mile race, you've got to take into consideration how many pairs of goggles you put on. Oh. Because it's got such a long way to go. It doesn't take long sometimes yeah. for your goggles to fill up with mud and you can't see. So usually what happens is sometimes jockeys will wear four, five, six pairs of goggles and wow. keep pulling them down as the race goes on. But the problem with that is, is if you wear too many and it's a bit steamy, they can get really fogged up and you can't see a thing. So it's uh, it's a bit of a tricky one in, in trying to work out what you want to do with that um, situation. For me, I usually wear a visor, which is like a clear screen that goes across your face um, and a pair of goggles under that. But the problem with that is also if the visor gets covered in mud pretty quickly and you can't see You've only got one pair of goggles underneath. So it does pose a bit of a problem. You've got to go out there prepared for anything. Um, but everybody has their technique of what they do. Um, mm. In mine, it was the visor, as I said, and you could just give it a bit of a wipe if you needed to and hope for the best a bit. But, um, yeah, it does certainly make for testing conditions and um, adds a bit of a, an extra element to the race. Now, we don't want to miss out on your tips. You've been dropping in and out a little bit. So one more question, then we'll get your tips. Now, I watched your movie. Now, I can't remember. I read this somewhere. There was a famous soccer player on the other side of the world that watched your movie 
and fell in love with you and he bought an expensive horse. Is that true? <laughs> bought three. Three, did he? <laughs> who, who was it? Was it a soccer player? <laughs> He's a soccer player. He plays for um, Germany, Bayer Leverkusen. And what's his name? Uh, Sadar Azmoon is his name, and he loves horse racing. And we had a bit of success with one of his horses over the last few months. She won a couple of races and was placed and just got beat at Flemington, and she did very well. She's an exciting one for the autumn. So he's, he's very excited about that, and may, hopefully we'll make the trip out here for that. Right. Oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a great story. All right, no pressure, Michelle, but uh, give us your one, two, three, four. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, I'm I'm really keen on Rama Flowers. I think that she ticks a lot of boxes. She's got 50 kilos, so she's in on the minimum. She's drawn barrier five, so she lands in a good position. She likes wet ground. She stays well, and she is in good form. So I just think it's very hard to look past her. Um, behind her... I like without a fight. I think of yes. the international team, my pick. I think it's hard to line them all up, but I, I love that he's by Theo Filio, who has seen win two of the last four Melbourne Cups. So um, I think he's got the breeding on his side. And I do like Knight's Order. I think that if we do get this rain, he's a big, strong, strapping horse who I think from Barrow 24, he'll be able to take his time to work across. Um, he's strong. He runs a good two miles and he won the Sydney Cup and, in very heavy conditions, and he ran third in the Coffin Cup just recently. So he's a bit of a roughie for me. And um, behind that, I thought maybe a horse like Luna Flair getting in on 51 and a half might be slashing home late. But I have changed my mind about 15 times, so you <laughs> <laughs> couldn't really choose anything else. But I just made a case for those ones a bit stronger than the others. Okay. I'll tell you what, I've got all four of those in my trifecta. Last question, how come you've overlooked the uh, very, very short price favourite in Dovell Legend? Um, I'm a bit concerned about him just being not quite there yet. I think he's he's just turned four. Um, he's still three in Northern Hemisphere times. Um, he's a very exciting horse. I think he's he definitely one. If it was next year, I'd 100% be on, on the bandwagon, but just a, a few question marks with his strength in, um, you know, finding the line in the two-mile race, which can be a bit of a hustle-bustle once you get out there. He, he may well prove me dead wrong, and I hope he does because my brother-in-law's riding in. I know. In, so be, <laughs> the, the kids will be up and about and very excited, but um, I just have my slight concerns with him with that. And um, when we've seen horses in the past, we've seen Greg Kidling, who um, came out a similar type of horse and won the race, he sort of... Drew a good barrier, landed three pairs back the fence, got a beautiful soft run up on the inside and had no weight. So just a bit of a different scenario for him carrying a bit of extra weight and, and the wet conditions, which you probably will have. I, I just thought he was a bit of a risk when you look at all the factors. And Kieran, would he be looking for his fourth Melbourne Cup win, would it be? Yeah, that's exactly right. It'd be amazing. It'd be um you know, joining, I think it's Glenn Boss is four and oh, and Damon Oliver and he'll be right up there. So it'll be very, very exciting. We'll have a good celebration afterwards if he does. So I hope I'm dead wrong and the horse proves <laughs> to be a champion and, and overcomes everything. Michelle, we know how busy you are. We really appreciate your time today. We look forward to watching you on Channel 10's Cup coverage tomorrow. It gets underway at 9.30 right through to 5 o'clock here on SA Time. And just quickly, that horse of yours in the last at Ballarat today, it's an each-way bet, is it? What's it called again? Uh, his name's Rambler Rebel. I think he's paying about $19. And uh, he's a big, strong, strapping horse. He'll be 
giving a fair sight for a long way anyway, a race on speed, and he's, he's very fast. So I'm looking forward to it and hopefully can win some of your listeners some money to, to put on a first four or a quaddy or something tomorrow oh. for the Melbourne Cup. Tell you what, if it gets up, you'll be even more popular than you already are. We really appreciate your time. Have a great day tomorrow, Michelle, and drive safely. Thanks a lot. Good luck. Cheers. Oh, I'm, I feel really excited, Rich. I've got uh, all four of her selections. So just yeah. quickly, Michelle Payne, uh, I'll go with numbers. Well, I'll do the lot. 24 to win, Realm of Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting very popular, that horse. Number six, Without a Fight, that's the overseas horse. Knight's Award, Gay Waterhouse, will go to the front. And Luna Flair, they say that it stays all day. It was vet checked today. It's got a little bit of filling in its left leg. Okay. Uh, so I'll have to have another vet check tomorrow. Right. All right, we need to take a break. Roach, uh, if you want to have your say, who wins the cup, let us know. We, we, no, I'm just checking if we've got any prizes. I was going to do a nearest the pin, Roach. Oh. We won't oh, do that. Know. Forget I even thought it and okay. said it. All right, okay. let's go to a break. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.